good afternoon. It's um, Thursday, uh, August 19th, uh, about two weeks since we've last talked. Uh, since then, the uh, S&P 500 continued on to a record high. Uh, Monday, it was up almost 20% on a year-to-date basis, uh, even more than that, uh, including dividends, uh, driven up primarily by the, on the back of uh, you know, an expanding economy, uh, explosion in, in corporate earnings, and even a very, very positive employment report that were referred to in our last report. Since then, however, just in the last couple of days, it's clear that you know, the storm clouds are brewing and the market has fallen about 2%. And what are the worries that the, the market has? Well, primarily, let's face it, it's um, you know, the outlook for growth. And people are pulling back their outlook for growth in the second half of the year. Um, just today, uh, Goldman Sachs pulled their outlook for third quarter growth down from 9% to something above 5%. That's quite a change in, in direction. We too at Commerce have pulled ours down about 1%. We may have to revisit that too, and we may not have the, the growth that we're even expecting in the second half. All of this outlook for growth, or the cooling of the outlook for growth, is largely driven by what? The you know, surge in the Delta variant of the coronavirus. Hospitalizations are up materially, uh, probably almost half of what they were at the peak, um, and that's uh, very close to tracking with um, what we hear regionally. Uh, specifically, there was a hospital in our region that, that told us, you know, at the bottom, there are only 15 uh, coronavirus patients. At the top, there had been about 125, and they're back to having 75 patients now, you know, in, in the ICU, uh, uh, you know, under treatment. So, you know, more than a double from the bottom, essentially, uh, in terms of cases, but not quite back, you know, to where they were. So this slowdown in economic growth, uh, you know, is weighing on the market. Um, in addition, you know, there's some other troubles brewing, okay? Uh, let's face it, over in China, uh, they're clearly cracking down, uh, you know, on their, uh, uh, basically their largest companies. Um, the four largest companies in, in China, uh, Tencent, Alibaba, JD.com, uh, and Baidu, uh, essentially their versions of Amazon and Google and uh, uh, Microsoft and, and basically all things internet uh, combined, have fallen from 40 to 60%. And Chinese stocks are now down 16% on a year-to-date basis, down about 32% if you track the Morgan Stanley um, ETF, which is probably the broadest, easiest way uh, to invest in, in, in China uh, in aggregate. The third problem, of course, is given the coronavirus, are supply chain disruptions. I had thought, and we'd, we'd hoped, that by now there would be some easing in these supply chain disruptions. But the boats are still backed up as much as they've ever been in Long Beach. You've probably all heard that the third largest port in the country, uh, in China, is partially shut down. It happens to sit at the, uh, the mouth or the delta of the Yangtze River, and it's where almost all the auto parts and industrial and commodities uh, that we use, uh, particularly in Europe and North America, you know, originate from. Um, and this is uh, translated into uh, things like uh, Ford Motor Company. Uh, cutting back on its F-150 production right now, this very week, in Kansas City. And even the auto manufacturer who's done the best job of uh, handling their supply chain, Toyota, cutting back September production by 40%. So the combination of China, the coronavirus, supply chain disruptions, and then probably, let's face it, add to it the fact that inflation is still fairly high. The CPI came in at a 5.4% pace, identical to the previous months, and really showing very little signs of tempering. There might be some optimistic signs, you know, going forward. It's not all bad news. Um, lumber prices have cracked. You've probably seen energy prices cracked. And of course, we've had this modest correction in the stock market. 
And we still expect employment to grow um, awfully well in the second half of the year. So basically, I think what we're saying is we've had expected, most people had, you know, the summer to be a transitory period. Typically, the markets have its, their toughest months in August and September, and that seems to be playing out uh, as is typical by the playbook. And we view this as mostly a storm, uh, hopefully a short-term storm, as vaccinations continue to progress. In fact, vaccinations are accelerating uh, to push back on the coronavirus. We hope to see supply chain disruption fade. We hope to expect to see inflation basically peak and begin to roll over, although I think it's a slow and transitory rollover, um, and basically get the outlook back for growth uh, on a more positive uh, track. If nothing else, pent-up savings is huge. Wealth effect, very positive. Employment growth, exceptionally positive. And we are still in the position, still in the, the part of the recovery, where we're handing it off from stimulus to that of a natural, self-sustaining economic recovery. So essentially, we simply see this as a storm uh, that we're going to have to get through uh, on our way to our long-term positive economic outlook. Uh, we'll make it through this. Uh, it's not the start of a new downturn. And we'll be back to talk to you about what's happened in the most recent couple of weeks uh, in early September.